welcome to Cassandra Explains It All, a podcast where we take a magnifying glass to all of our treasures from the past. All right, perfect. Today we are doing Rugrats. It's season six, episode, I want to say seven. I have it written as 12, but oh, I know sometimes you know they double them up. Yes, yes, exactly. I think it's both. <laughs> I searched it. I tried to search it on, um, actually I have Nick Hits on my Roku Nice through Amazon and it's on there. So if you have Amazon, anybody, it's like, I don't know how much a month, like five bucks or something. And it has a whole bunch of old Nick shows. It doesn't have all of them. Like it doesn't have Pete and Pete, but it does have all of Rugrats, Are You Afraid of the Dark and a whole bunch of other stuff. That's where okay, I Okay, I got it on Hulu, so... Oh, nice. Perfect. Tonight, I have a guest named Evan. Hey, it's Evan. I've been here before. Coming back for the second time. Thanks for letting me come back. Thank you for coming back. Yeah, we did Hey Arnold. That was super fun. It was like one of the best episodes of Hey Arnold. So I feel like, how do we, where do we go from there, right? Hey, we're going to give it a try. Doing Rugrats was, it was definitely an experience because I probably haven't watched a Rugrats episode in like at least 15 years. No way. Are you serious? Yeah. And so, well, two things. One, knowing that Rugrats was always like super, super popular. Like it's always been a stable of Nickelodeon. And when you think about, you know, like the amount of merchandise and the amount of spinoffs and just like the amount of people in costumes, like at the conventions, like I would say it's probably like the number two most popular Nickelodeon show only behind SpongeBob. Yeah, So I know it's- You go to all the Comic-Cons and stuff, whereas I don't Yeah, as, as many as I can. But with that said, growing up when this stuff was first coming out, I was trying to think of a good way to explain this, but Rugrats was always like there, but it was always like just kind of there. Like there was nothing about it that stuck out, but there was nothing about it that was horrible. So I compare it to like the band Stained, where (laughs) it's okay, they're good. I like some of their music or I like a lot of their music, but I've never sat down and was, you know, you know what I really want right now? I really want to listen to Stain. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's, it's there, but it was, I, I could get my fix from Doug and Definitely. then I would sit through or then I'd sit through Rugrats to watch, you know, it to lead into Ren and Stimpy, and Ren and Stimpy okay. is by far the best of them. So, with that said, whoa, 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 shots fired. Okay, yes, I, I have gone there. See that? I know you're... how you feel because, like, that's how I felt about Ren and Stimpy. I was just like, it's there, it's fine. I don't like it. It's it's okay. on the TV, and that's good. I want it on the TV while I'm eating my cereal, but I'm not gonna actually. I don't really like this, you know. Okay. But I loved Rugrats. The opening song is so charming, and like I feel like it's in my DNA now. I've heard it so many times. Okay, maybe maybe when the kid gets a little older, it'll start to you know it'll come back, and maybe it's just got to get beaten into me. Because when I watched it. It was not good. Like, I I gotta say, it was... There's a lot of adult humor in it. And, like, why did you pick this episode? This this one doesn't have a lot of adult humor, but it was it Mm -hmm. because of the cartoon crossover? Well... Thanks for spoiling it for Sorry. people. But I mean, <laughs> Spoilers, it's only been like guys. it's only been like 25 years. It's a really special episode because we get a guest star from Ah Real Monsters. Yes. Um, 
Well, there's a whole lot going on to it, and I think this episode we can really bring about the Klasky Cheapo company that, you know, is basically the cornerstone of all of Nicktoons, especially in this era. Yeah, definitely. So mm-hmm. we'll just start out with, well, The Regrets aired from August 11th, 1991 to June 4th, 2004. It's the longest running cartoon until SpongeBob yeah. on Nickelodeon. So, and then it was the first Nicktoon to get its own movie. Yeah. And 172 episodes. So it's pretty high. It's like pretty close to Hair Arnold, I feel like. Yeah. Hey Arnold was just over 100, so. This is definitely a special episode. It's not a regular episode of The Rugrats. That doesn't do it for you? It is funny watching that because the grandpa goes to sleep and within a matter of seconds, the whole thing turns to chaos, which is exactly what it's like having a young child running around. Oh, I just love the music in there. Yeah, I feel like especially if you didn't watch it when you were a kid, you might appreciate it more now because you're going through parenthood, you know, for the first time. And it's just very much about like the adults kind of trying to keep up with these kids that shouldn't be able to pull off like all the stuff that they do. (laughs) Yeah, see, I'm gonna have to completely disagree with you on that. Because when I watch this, especially as a new parent, like how these kids are getting away with this stuff for this long. Like these are some of just the worst parents on television. (laughs) Like how do you not notice your kids going crazy for 10 minutes? Like how how is nobody watching them for 10 minutes? And these are babies. These aren't like, yeah, these these aren't like five and six years old. These are terrible. Yeah. The characters play out like they're five and nine years old, really. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but, but they're yeah, supposed they're, to be like legit babies, <laughs> babies yeah. and these are these are the worst parents on television i've said it <laughs> that's messed up well we open up and there's all of them in an attic and not an adult to be seen well, like no, who no, no, just no. leaves they're, they're not five in an babies attic. they're in a dark bedroom and they're roasting marshmallows over like a nice toy fire you know that thing was like 50 dollars on amazon and yes <laughs> right i'm like whoa can i get one of these for my kids like what is this so then like chucky he's scared um dark but did outside. you oh go ahead did you see the the creepy clown when they're sort of doing yes. the silhouette thing that goes by which i think might have been a little play on the are you afraid of the dark I think intro. so too, right? Yes. I, I thought yes. that too. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. which reminds me the one something that I didn't bring up last time we were podcasting because I was so shocked to how terrified you were of Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> uh, uh, the thing that always bugged me about that show, like even when I was a kid watching it, they would have that like 
full-size bonfire going on and then at the end of the episode when they go to put it out they put like half a cup of water on it and the whole thing would go out <laughs> i was like watch it next time you next time you watch the show there's like eight drops of water they put on this bonfire and it goes out and i'm like that's that's bull uh-uh i can <laughs> i can suspend belief that there's you know like a clown coming out of the water but you can't put out fire with that much right and just <laughs> i had friends i have three brothers that were always getting in trouble for starting fires in these woods near their house their house so like okay. the idea to me that anybody was being allowed to go set fires on purpose was insane you're not letting kids go yeah. set fires in the middle of the night. Like, that's just nuts. Okay, so the Rugrats parents are good parents, but the right. Afraid of the Dark parents, those are bad people. Maybe this is who they grew up to be, you know? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there you go. That's that's one theory. Okay. So, yeah, so Angelica, she's going around telling the babies that it's time to tell scary stories because, you know, she knows how to have like a good spooky sleepover. Angelica is like at her best in this episode. I love Angelica. I'm a huge fan. I know everybody hates her, but I think she's so great. So her whole idea of the story to tell a spooky story is that she's going to start off the story and then pass it to the next person. And then they have to add to it. And to me, like, I was like, oh, that's a pretty unique and cool idea for an episode, actually. Mm -hmm. I, I did like it. Um, I think it's a because I believe this one was right around. No, actually, I don't even think this one came out around Halloween time either, which is kind of weird. But yeah, it's a it's a good concept. We've done it at campfires and Boy Scouts and stuff like that before. So it was fun. So first she like yells at Chucky. I'm going to play a little bit of this. <laughs> OK. Once upon a time, there was a spooky old house. is evil to those babies sometimes oh she's so adorable so <laughs> she's something <laughs> she is something else she is definitely a memorable character too so yeah so she's trying to like pawn the story off onto chucky and of course he's scared and so cute but tommy's like trying to help him get through the story mm -hmm. the scary story um, so they basically have to get to the top of the attic Yes. Or and to the so, attic, sorry. <laughs> yeah. And so basically when Chucky takes over telling the story, um, he says he walks into this house and it's all brightly colored and there's uh, tasty candy and fluffy pillows and Angelica immediately just loses her mind. And it's like, no, that's that's not how you tell the story. That's not a scary story. Uh, and so she once again takes over telling the story. Yeah. And then we get the introduction of Phil and Lil in the story, which is so great. I love how they're dressed up. They have, they look like creepy maids, basically. Like yeah, I, I really thought it was sort of like an Adams Family type thing, because he definitely oh. looks like Gomez. Um, oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I want to look again. Okay. Well, she looks like a maid, kind of. She does, but he definitely looks like Gomez Adams. This is starting to get good. Yeah, we want to tell the story now. All right, but it better be good and scary. Uh, 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 
What are you doing in the closet, creepy peoples? Having lunch. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> what are you doing in the closet, creepy peoples? <laughs> I love that. So then, um, I believe, yeah, we get creepy peoples, Phil and Lil, and stairs of, oh, yes. And then they, they like try and go drool. up the stairs. Yeah, they try <laughs> yeah. and go up the stairs. They somebody's telling the story at this point and started complaining that there's drool all over the stairs, yeah. and then it just turns out that Dill's drooling all over their hand. The so then, Dill. yeah, and so then they try and go up the stairs, and the babies Ooh. decide there's a oh go on. They get a ride from a big green worm. Yeah, there's a there's a magical worm that shows up that's really nice and friendly until. Angelica takes over the story and makes him <laughs> evil. Oh, and then Tommy turns into like the cutest Casper somehow. Yes. Oh yes. my gosh. Because there's a scary ghost that from the chair that Chucky's sitting in turns into a scary ghost. And, um, but then Tommy steps in and says, I think he's actually kind of cute. And then he turns, yeah, he really does start to look like Casper. Uh, so then they're going down the hall. Oh, He's adorable. Like, so cute. I always think that this baby is the cutest of all the babies. Like, I've always thought he's cute, Tommy. But as Casper, that's it. That's it. Like, I, <laughs> I think done. this baby's cuter than my kids. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. So then they're going down because they're trying to find the key to get to the attic. Right. And so Angelica shows up as a witch. And tells them all that they need to, you know, open all these doors and find out uh, what's behind all the doors. Which, yes. Yes, which is crazy because this episode aired in March, from what okay. I can tell. So it wasn't like a Halloween-themed episode. I also don't remember ever hearing, like, any sort of, like, commercial for, you know, like, there being a crossover coming. I don't know. Did you yeah. ever hear anything? No, and it was weird because I searched. I did find a Nickelodeon commercial to play, but there is not a lot of Nickelodeon, I'm uh, sorry, Rugrats commercials out there. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, but I don't remember that at all. And then this came out in March of 99. That is weird. And, or in, yeah, 99. And the last uh, Real Monsters episode was in December of 97. Whoa, so it was all, yeah. Why? Yeah. So, whoa, that's weird. So it's like almost a year and a half whoa. after, after Ah Real Monsters what is off the doing? air. Well, that's what it comes down to is like, I guess this was like the, well, I know this was the age before the internet. So like there weren't spoilers, there weren't all that stuff. So I think they just really went for that shock value because I definitely remember my friends like, you got to check out this episode. You got to see this episode. And I'm like, why are we so excited to watch Rugrats? Like wow. what's going on? Yeah. yeah. I have and no memory of this whatsoever. Really? I, when, oh, yeah. Okay. When you picked this one, I was like, oh, it must be a funny episode. I wonder why it's his favorite or something. And I was like, I, I don't remember this episode at all. I mostly remember season one and two and the movie. Yeah. yeah. And the movies. And I, but then when it got to this part, I was like, what? I didn't even know this happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like they just sort of pulled this like out of thin air 
And I was like, what? What is going on? I feel like it makes so for, sense, but then it doesn't make sense when I now that I know that it was like a year and a half apart. I guess that's the shock value of it. I mean, I really would have thought they would have done the the ghost story episode around Halloween time. I mean, if you're really trying to surprise people. Yeah, this also um, is kind of like an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Tale of Pinball Wizard. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't Kind of. I'm just saying it's kind of like that. It, it's kind of like it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, these were. <laughs> these, these are, were all these are thoughts and vibes. This is not facts. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is what happens in Cassandra's head. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But these were both shows that were under that same company, the Klasky Cheapo, that did so many of the Nickelodeon shows. Right. Like not only to begin with, but then continue doing them. Um, so they did Rugrats, they did uh, Real Monsters, they did Wild Thornberries, Rocket Power, According to Ginger, All Grown Up. Um, they also did this great show I don't know if you've ever seen called Duck Man. Um, I don't know if Hold on. I want to look it up really quick. <laughs> okay. Because I really think we should do like the first season of Duckman or something if we do a... Uh... Whoa. Yeah. Yes. Jason Alexander. That, yeah. Now that, you say, yeah. Now that I see it, I do. Yeah. Google that, you guys. That's a blast from the past. Holy crap. Yeah. Those are... They also did that show. I love Wild um, Thornberries. That's one of my favorite all-time, like five top five favorite sh- series, like shows mm-hmm. of all time. And I love the Wild Thornberry movies. Yes, yes. I, I really liked those too, even though I didn't watch a lot of the show. Mm-hmm. I did see the movies and they were really good. Right. Um, but it makes sense when you go through later crossovers with Nickelodeon. A lot of them involve these, you know, five or six shows. This whole universe. They, yeah, this whole group here. Which I say um, I I prefer to like Ren and Stimpy and like Rocco uh, yeah, and Rocco. Hey Arnold. I mean I get it. I Cat like, Dog and all of those. I like all those shows for their own reasons, but mm-hmm. I this is like my preferred. Like I'm gonna put this Nick this on before I put one of those shows on. Okay. Just for the what animation I, style, purely. Yeah, I was gonna bring up the animation style because it seems so different when you watch real monsters and when you watch rugrats but they blend so perfectly together uh, they, yeah this... they don't look different to me like that that's the thing like they're so similar you're right they fit so well together yeah like i guess it's just the drawing style that rugrats is done with more of the bright colors and stuff like that and then real monsters is always the dark colors but then they blend so well together when you watch them on screen together they're like trying to open all the doors for some some reason or another they're trying to get the key in order to open the attic. Right. Toby, I, I don't think these monsters like us bothering them. You got that right, scaredy boy. Get them, monsters. <laughs> you monsters don't want to eat us. Why not? Because <laughs> um, uh, th- there's a yummy chocolate pudding downstairs in the kitchen. Hmm, chocolate pudding or babies? Hmm, it is a very hard decision. What do you think, Icky? Oh, definitely pudding. Hey, where do you monsters think you're going? Get back here and be scary! (laughs) These monsters definitely never read a modest proposal. (laughs) All right, there's my literature joke for the day. That's awesome. Perfect. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yes.
So yeah, Tommy, Tommy saves the day, you know, all the monsters go through the pudding. Yep. He's our hero. And he looks so high in this scene. I just got to take a picture real quick. He looks like of course. all the crayon drugs. Okay. They get to the attic and they, oh, they find the key and they go to the attic, but Angelica gets him by the ankle basically like they have a showdown at the attic she's torturing these babies you're right she's pretty evil <laughs> yeah she very much is they get to the attic she gets attacked by the worm hey, here, the babies lock themselves in the attic and it's not scary anymore like they've made it a cozy comfortable room for themselves look you guys the light's coming from that giant nightlight gee it's kind of nice up here You know what, guys? This bed looks awful comfortable. It is comfortable. Hey, dumb babies! Let me in! This is the dumbest story I ever hear! You babies don't know anything. I'll tell you what's scary. Being all alone in that creepy old attic in a haunted house with all kinds of scary monsters. <laughs> all the babies are sound asleep in the bedroom and she runs away from her Cynthia tent, which is amazing, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Do you need a Cynthia tent? Yes, that's what I'm saying. These kids are, are cared for, you know what I mean? Yeah. They want yeah. for nothing, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Look, there you go. Smiling ear, like ear to ear in his sleep. Adorable. Mm -hmm. oh, there you go. There yeah, you go. It's a perfect ending for fun. Yeah, it is a, a, quite a, a quite a roller coaster when you get down to it because it's like, okay, this is silly, this is goofy, and then they sort of just blow up with this crossover. And you're like, what is happening? Oh, okay, yeah, now we're back. You got me. You got this, me excited for. Yeah. This has got to be like now in my top five favorite Rugrats episodes for sure. Really? It's, it's so much fun. Yeah. It is. This one is really fun. I like I said, I tried to watch like the second or the first half of the or the second half of this episode okay. or the two part yeah part two of this episode you know what i'm trying to say yeah, yeah. and it these these rugrats episodes i'll send yeah. you like one good i'll send you like my favorite episode okay I think, yeah i i always love the one where Stu's in the i'm sure you've seen the meme when he's like in the kitchen making pudding at 3 a.m it's like lost yeah, control yeah. of my life yeah yes yes <laughs> <laughs> always always good hijinks yeah what other the, trivia do you have well Klasky chupo um shortly after doing a lot of the that large group that we had talked about earlier i guess they had a big falling out with nickelodeon oh wow um yeah around like 2006 i think or two, 2007 hmm. and he was trying to to pitch off things to other networks like behind their back and stuff uh so yeah they wound up a uh, giving them the boot and, and I, I hear they're trying to come back and they're slightly involved in the new Rugrats reboot but it's yeah I don't even know the if same. I can leave that in the podcast I'm not sure if like it's like saying Beetlejuice three times so like, <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> um but it's terrifying but I mean that's like nightmare fuel whatever the fuck that yeah. is oh my god yeah that's true and that's guys, true 
I have a nostalgia podcast. So guess how many people messaged me pictures and links to that, to the new Rugrats when like it came out. Yeah. Well, so it wasn't people. me. I promise you that. I promise you that. Yeah. You would have snapped me and been like, do not watch this. Yeah, pretty much. But I did find it amusing that uh, Christine Cavanaugh, the lady that does Chucky, mm-hmm. also voiced Oblina in the real monster show i thought so yeah i thought yeah. i'm like the exact same voice she yeah. did that and then the other thing i thought was really funny was elizabeth daly that does tommy's voice mm-hmm. and then tara strong does dill's voice so they play brothers on rugrats but they play uh what are their names? Buttercup and Bubbles on Powerpuff, Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff Girls, yeah. So they play brothers on one show and sisters on another show. That's pretty wild. Yeah, I thought that was kind of strange. That's really cool. But, yeah. And I think the Powerpuff Girls are sisters. I've never seen it. so. <laughs> I've watched it and I have no idea what it's about. I've, I, and I've watched every <laughs> okay. episode. It's a, it was another I can one only those, imagine why. <laughs> like Cartoon Network that was on in the morning while you're like you know, getting your super soaker ready and making plans to go to the mall or whatever. Okay. Uh, it's just on. I gotta, just always yeah. on. I think it was um, on Cartoon Network, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that was a Cartoon Network show. Yeah, and then um, Mark so th- Mothersbaugh, he did the music. Chucky's based on him, which I th- always find really cool. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah, that's very interesting. I mean, I'm just pretty uh, obsessed with the music. <laughs> I gotcha. Do, did you hear the... Uh, at the very beginning of the episode, they do like a Rugrats version of Kumbaya when they're all sitting around the campfire. No, what? How did I oh, miss that? I don't know. Maybe it's not on Amazon. Maybe it's just on the uh, yeah. on the Hulu variant. You're cool. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Yeah, my, epi- my episode didn't have that. That's messed up. Oh, but I do have a Nickelodeon commercial for you. Well, it's actually not a Nickelodeon commercial. So this is a Nickelodeon Rugrats toy commercial. Tell me if you remember this toy. When Tommy talks, everybody listens. A baby gotta do what a baby gotta do. You don't want to miss when Tommy talks. We could play jump on Spike. Grab old Spike, he's the greatest pup. Give him a hug and his ears go up. He'll always be the bestest friend. Says a thousand things. Let's get some cookies. Oh, he's never said that before. I get right to it. Drop oh, what oh, I'm doing. That was fun. When Talking Tommy talks. Nickelodeon Talking Tommy and the Rugrats Friends sold separately. I know a friend of mine had the Spike, but I don't think I'd ever seen the... Uh, that's what I was like I've ever say. seen the Tommy like in real life. Yeah, like I vaguely remember the spike, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird. It's fun- it's funny that those ones talk because I have a Ren and Stimpy that just squeeze and they fart. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Which is way cooler. Yeah, yeah definitely. And uh, speaking of Ren and Stimpy, this uh, this episode was the first TV crossover with Nickelodeon. But do you know what the first Nickelodeon crossover actually was? No. No, the first one was a Ren and Stimpy comic book that I have somewhere. I just, I couldn't find it for today. Um, but it's it's uh, volume six and it's them and Spider-Man as a crossover. Oh, wow. That's really weird. Well, right I guess they're both done by Marvel, so it would make sense. that. Oh, okay. Okay. Because of that. But yeah, I mean, since then there have been a ton of other crossovers and yeah i think uh uh jimmy neutron and uh one of the other guys used to hang out like seemingly every week 
what was his name? Uh, Fairly Odd Parents. There you go. Timmy, oh, right? Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The two of them used to get together like all the time. So I know there's a there's a big debate about whether people think that uh, the real monsters count as canon in the Rugrats universe. Really? Um, yeah. And I've seen some pretty spirited debates at Comic-Con about this. Um, whether people think they actually belong or like exist in the same universe or not. Um, so I was, I can give you my thoughts on it and then yeah, definitely. I don't know what yours are. See, I don't, I don't believe they, they do exist in the same like universe in the same timeline, basically <laughs> because, well, two reasons. One is that technically it's Angelica telling a story. So it's not actually them interacting. It's, you know, it's like they're fitting in the box of the frame story. Definitely. Um, but more importantly than that, if you notice when they do first cross paths, the monsters are watching the Rugrats on the television. So I think in the baby's oh, mind. Whoa, you just sixth yeah. six sensed my brain. Holy shit. Yeah. So okay. I so in my <laughs> head, the babies are watching the monsters on TV. So it would make sense that the monsters watch the babies on TV. Whoa. Okay. Damn. So that's that's why are, I'm are you thinking. hearing this? Are you hearing this, Brett Wilson? I'm gonna need some crossover <laughs> art or stat ASAP. Yes, do this, yeah. do this, do this. This sounds um, so, yeah, this is far out. I like it. Okay. Um did you were you able to find what you were looking for? I was. I wanted to talk about what else was on TV the night that this aired, um, which was March March 26, 1999, Friday. ABC was running 8 p.m. Two of a Kind, Boy Meets World, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Well, that's a good, pretty good lineup for a I do love Boy Meets World. I do right? like, I do love that. Yeah. Did you hear that like Girl Meets World was like super trending like two weeks ago for some reason? <laughs> I and I couldn't, have, I could for the life of me not figure out why everybody was talking about it. A bunch of young kids think that it's problematic. Because? The Zoomer generation. They don't like it. They think that um, it's like, I, I don't know. I don't, man. Go to my Twitter. Cass explains. <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll see all my rants about uh girl meets world i got into a fight with 17 year old for like five hours but this is how i spend my time so oh, okay yeah. cool also airing that night was america's greatest pet uh ooh, fox was airing guinness world records that was always a good i watch. do remember that show mm-hmm. yes. kids say the darndest things late night with conan o'brien damn wow yeah right? I, I forget how long he's been doing this for but okay and the view okay <clears throat> hold on cbs the late show with tom snyder i don't know who that is i don't know tom snyder i know tom schneider <laughs> but he's a different boat. guy <laughs> the love of course coming on on nbc at nine o'clock that's awesome <laughs> but yeah it's tom always fun to go, snyder. go back yeah that is kind of crazy the tv guys to see what was what was playing that night it was pretty much either you were watching rugrats or you were gonna have to be watching um tgif or maybe if you were lucky you were watching disney and there was like a new decom coming out or something gotcha gotcha one more thing have you heard the rugrats fan the dark fan theory no what is what okay so uh, yes. my computer froze up for a second i'm trying it's to get okay. you back I'll on wait. <laughs> okay. Well, I, as long as you can hear me, I'll keep talking. Uh, okay, so the fan theory 
is that the Rugrats universe and the Pickles home is actually a support group for people who have lost their babies. And so the, <laughs> okay, okay, so let that one sink in. break that down a little bit. Right, okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. So Angelica is the only real one and she just makes up everybody else. So the theory is that Chucky died along with his mom Okay. And that's why the dad is completely neurotic. Uh, Tommy died, and that's why his dad went crazy and just spends all his time in the basement making, like, toys. making toys for a kid that, that's never there that doesn't work. Okay. <gasps> so then. Stop, Evan. That's why he's Casper. There you go. That was the plot of go. Casper, you guys. Uh, yeah. Okay. Something just happened. Okay. Something, something well, did. Okay. God so... has just entered the chat. All right, go ahead. <laughs> and then Phil and Lil, the theory is that the mom had twins, but the kids died off before they were ever gendered. So Angelica just made up one being a boy and one being a girl because that never happens with identical twins in real life. Um, so, well, it's it's happened like, yeah, that's that's another rabbit hole that we could go down with chromosomes, but that's, no, just just assume that identical twins are never separate genders. Right. So, so Angelica's just making all of these people up that she's talking to. The only one is Dill is a real baby. That's why he can't actually talk. Hmm. But what are the, all the adults running around talking about then? Are they just crazy? They're all crazy? Well, as we said earlier, they're not watching the kids. So that would explain why the kids can just go out on these rants and disappear for 20 minutes. And the mom's just sitting there talking to the bank teller like, like she doesn't notice her kid disappeared. But if they like refer to the children by their name to each other all the time. Well, the theory goes that this is all like, Angelica telling the story and then Susie okay. just kind of goes along with it. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very dark, <laughs> very, very crazy stuff. I bet you um, could I, do that with a I few, get... there's definitely a few episodes where I'm sure you could watch it with that lens and it would definitely work. Yeah. But I mean, that would, that would make sense why there's, you know, six babies in an attic and nobody's really doing anything <laughs> oh about God. it. It's like, oh no, it's actually just Angelica sitting up there <laughs> playing like, in wait, her tent. Like, what is the theory that like the parents are just out of their minds and they're just like talking to babies that aren't there? Yeah, I mean, the the theory is that it's a support group. And so I guess like in a, in that sort of support group, they would have you like talk to your kid like it, like it was there to, I, I don't know. Interesting. I'm gonna. Go but anyways, they ask. Uh, yeah, they <laughs> asked uh, Arlene Klasky, the uh, the lady who came up with the idea. They asked her at Comic Con a couple of years, and she like very adamantly shot it down. So Aww. yeah, she was like, "No, that's sick." And I was like, "Oh, that's sick. okay." Oh my yeah. god. She could have had fun with it at least. Jeez. <sighs> I, I don't know, but I'm surprised you haven't heard that before. No, like, that's really fun. I love it. I love any kind of crazy theories. I yeah, I'm that's... pretty little liars fan, so I really don't even need the writing to pay off. I just like a good mystery. Okay, like... gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess we'll do recommendations. I can go first. Um, okay, I got mine written down since I know. 
Cool. Since I know what we're uh, doing this time. Mine's I actually little... got two of them. Oh, nice. Perfect. Are you thinking of yours? Oh, yeah. I know I have it. But I did get to watch a really crazy Lifetime movie. Um, oh god oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh dear god sorry guys and you are the one that brought up girl meets world so starring in girl meets world was fred savage fred savage and candace cameron beret from um full house full house yeah they were in a lifetime movie together in 1996 called no one would tell and it's amazing so if you guys haven't seen it go see it do yourself a favor and it's on youtube i'm pretty sure for free okay Okay, I'll I'll tell you I'm gonna do that. Mm-hmm. It's good. Okay. You don't want to I... see Corey. Yeah, you don't want to see Corey yeah. from Boy Meets World and DJ Tanner like have a domestic abusive relationship on Lifetime and oh. who gets murdered. What? Which one? I guess I'll have to watch it. Watch the movie and find out. Yeah. Well, they tell there you was the first, a show. It, it opens with okay. murder, so you know. Oh, okay. So, yeah. There was a show called Hollywood Darlings a couple of years ago. Did you ever watch that? No. It was on, I think it was on Pop TV. It was one of those random channels. But okay. it was one of the girls from Seventh Heaven, <gasps> one of the girls from Step by Step, and one of the girls what? from Full House. Yeah. And it was like, it was them living in Hollywood, like, trying to be what was it you know like i believe it was called hollywood darlings okay cool i'm gonna look it up right now and it was hilarious (gasps) it was like hilarious actually good or like was it hilariously bad no no it was actually like really good it's definitely not like tvy humor yeah definitely worth watching yeah it's got beverly mitchell and jody sweeten what yes this is wild cool i'm gonna watch this (laughs) cool crazy cool that's awesome okay so not my recommendation though. I have cool. I have two other things. Nice. Uh, but before we go there, I've I've been pimping out our previous episode. Cool. Um, and so I got uh, I got a couple of nibbles on the line for some other podcasts I might be able to go on. Uh, so I have. Nice. So just telling everybody out there, I have a lot of useless knowledge about. 80s pop culture, 90s Nickelodeon, pro wrestling, anything like that. If you. Uh, you want a guest hit me up i'm at punk runner evan that's all one word on twitter that's the best way to get a hold of me I'm and sure. uh, are you on instagram at all i no no I'm sure not that enough because brett, brett wilson does his live watch parties on instagram and he likes to have hosts like guest hosts on them i'm sure he would fucking love to have you do it that'd be so much fun okay and i have an instagram i'd have to actually log into okay. it and all i'll that send good you stuff. an invite for the next watch party this weekend so that you can see sweet it is. it's really sweet fun. okay cool if i'm if i'm sober this weekend i'll check it out we got a baby free weekend so yeah. tearing it up that's yeah right. that's right okay so my two actual recommendations there's a podcast called podcast the ride okay. i don't know if you okay and it's all about uh theme parks Ooh. Uh, i'm not a i'm not that's a huge cool. theme park fan um but episode 202 is about nickelodeon studios <gasps> in universal Ooh. and these so that's the only reason i started listening to their podcast they seem to know what they're talking about they're very entertaining they have uh, over so that 200 be... episodes about theme parks they're yeah really... i guess they travel all over the world and do like different authority i mean i guess uh so yeah that one's worth checking out the other thing i saw that i think you might be interested there's a show on netflix called beat bugs i've watched 
yeah i've been forced to sit through like so much dave and ava and all that bullshit baby shows but beat bugs is kind of cool because it it's like bugs and they always wind up telling a story and then busting into a Beatles song so if i have to sit through you know the same episodes you know week after week at least they're busting out the uh the beatles hits yes so <laughs> i know the i know the show you speak of they do the deep dives from like the very pop days to the experimental to the <laughs> to the weird hippie days and all of that stuff so like there's some deep cuts of beatles songs on there so yeah it is cool um, cuz the way that they use the art and and the characters and the bugs in that show they can actually integrate all this like really psychedelic music it's fun yeah i was about to say like as a weird hippie i'm sure you have a be a favorite beatles song so yeah i mean i've got as a weird hippie i've got lots of favorite kids shows okay <laughs> like, yeah i don't mind this being on that's fine oh okay PBS, they actually is only because i'm thinking of mitchell kriegman a lot lately because this show came out on PBS recently. It's brand new and it's called Don Quixote. And okay. it's so it's a donkey. He's named Don Quixote. And it's really cute. But it's like these okay. puppets and it's very reminiscent of like uh, Bear in the Big Blue House. Okay. Super like that. And it's really cute. And the kids have all gravitated towards it. I'm like, oh, this is fun. I like this. So you might want to check that one out. Because it's for little okay. ones. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I'm going well, on no, one, one last thing I didn't get to, I didn't get to do this guy. Mm -hmm. um, for everybody who's just listening, this is my shot glass here. Uh, whenever I listen to your old episodes, anytime you bring up Shakespeare, I take a shot. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's about a 50, 50 chance that I was going to be like, somehow she's going to find a way to compare Rugrats to Shakespeare. And I'm going to be like, shot. Yeah. yeah Not yeah. quite. Well, and also I was thinking the whole Angelica, like going up to the top of the attic, it's like a very Jacob's ladder situation. <laughs> you're, you're, you're struggling at this point and it didn't come natural. But next time you're recording with someone and you you bring up Shakespeare, I guarantee you're just going to start laughing yeah. and you're going to be like, Evan got me. Damn so God damn it. Yeah. God well, thanks it. for having me. Maybe next time we hit up uh, Duckman. That's a fun show. Or <laughs> or we can just do something like completely crazy. Cause again, like I I haven't seen many I don't to be honest, I don't think I've ever seen an episode of what is it, according to Ginger? No, it's as told by Ginger. Oh, I don't think I have either. Yeah, so maybe that'll be a good one. We can both give first impressions of it yeah, instead of looking at really it through fun. like rose colored glasses. Okay. All right. Well as as long as it's uh, on one of the streaming services, we'll do that. Hell yeah. All right. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. A man walks down the street. He says, why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle? The rest of my life is so hard. I need a photo opportunity. I want a shot of redemption. Don't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. Bone digger, bone digger, dogs in the moonlight. Far away in my well-lit door. Just a beer belly, beer belly. Get these mutts away from me, you know. I don't find this stuff amusing anymore. 
Scatterings and orphanages, 